T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Mark Hockman. My favorite ice cream truck treat is Cheetos. Channing Crowder. Hey, hey, Sugarfoot. I wake up, I miss excellence. Alejandro Solana. February. You sound like asthma. I'm naked right now. All right. And moving on. Sports. Someone texts in, they want to know if you'll honk your horn. How about that? Now, why did Deerfield Beach? Proclaim a Channing Crowder day? No idea. Don't throw any eggs in my house, Crowder. More sports. Give me that donkey button and big old legs. I ain't too proud to pig. No, I would never doo-doo here at the station. The most sports. You telling me you don't want to grab a beer in the middle of the night? Now, you know what I want for Hanukkah? I want a cameo from Aiken Adult. The Hawkman and Crowder extravaganza begins now. Hawk and Crowder show Dono in for Hawk today, which means I get to spend the next four hours with two of my favorite people, Channing Crowder and Alejandro Solana. Crowder, how you doing, sir? Good, man. You're one of my favorite people too, big dog. Wow. I feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Uh, and Solana, you're one of my favorite people also, and I know you're one of Crowder's favorite people. How are you, sir? Thank you. Yeah. Super excited for the next four hours with you guys. I got to be uh, totally hey, Dono, honest. Don't, don't, don't speak for me, Dono. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, I'm still uh, I'm still upset, uh, even though it's totally not Solana's fault about all the uh, the holiday hours of those Dolphins games. I, I I did skip the Christmas Day broadcast, but the New Year's uh, Day broadcast was not was not fun. I know Solana doesn't make the schedule, but he did make the uh, the Miami Dolphins radio schedule. So I'll see if I can forgive him for that. And speaking of the Dolphins, Crowder, you notice how over the last couple days, now you tell me, do you think this is just a clickbaity thing? That, you know, the first takes and the speak for yourself show, or I guess it's just called speak now with Skip and Shannon. And I, I was watching a, a long video of Rich Eisen talking about, about it this morning. Like everyone's talking about what a perfect fit Miami and the Dolphins would be for Tom Brady. I, I feel like all these national people are talking about it, but I don't know. Locally, I don't really get those vibes. And, like, I know that obviously McDaniel and Greer, like, they can't openly talk about Tom Brady because it would be tampering and it would also be incredibly distracting for everything else going on with the franchise. But, like, all that I hear from Mike McDaniel and Chris Greer are doubling down and tripling down on their support for Tua. And Greer was saying the other day that. You know, he talks to all the doctors and they don't believe Tua is it any like advanced risk of further concussions, which I find hard to believe, but I'm not a doctor either. So what do I know? So do you feel like all this Brady to Miami talk, is this just clickbait or could there really be something happening here? 
I don't think it's clickbait, but I don't 100% agree or believe, I'd say, Dono, with Chris Greer and, and Mike McDaniel because we know that they were locked in, they were all in, they were riding with Tua, and then the reports came out that Stephen Ross, who's their boss, met with Brady on a boat. And then they were talking to Deshaun Watson and trying to fill out that. So they're saying the right thing. Like you said, they're not even allowed to say, yeah, we're going after yeah. Brady. Oh, yeah, we want Rodgers. They can't even say it now, Dono. But we've shown the past. I'm a resume guy. They've shown the past that they'll say stuff and change their minds. And the match, the, 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 the compatibility with Brady, I see it. You have a lot of weapons. You reloaded. You have a top 10 defense. Brady can take a already good team. He can't carry a team anymore, but he can take a good team well into the playoffs if, you know, if the right pieces are around him. So I don't think it's clickbait. I think it's legit. I would say what McDaniel and Chris Greer are saying might be a little a little exactly what we should say at the moment. Solana, do you think I'm in the minority where I'm a Miami Dolphins fan, and yet I would be delighted by the idea of Tom Brady being a member of the Miami Dolphins, even if it's just for one season? I think it'd be so, I mean, it'd be cool to cover Brady in South Florida. I, I would get my season credentials again to see that. <laughs> uh, I just think it'd be a great story. And I have been, I know. Dolphin fans get mad at me for this because they look at Brady as the enemy. But I have been a longtime admirer of Brady. I think he's the greatest of all time. His career is incredible. Even at 46 years old, I think it would be cool to get Brady here. I mean, you know, Dono maybe the greatest of all time, but he didn't do it without cheating a little bit. Let's let's be 100% honest. <laughs> oh, um, no, oh, I, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, all right? It's not like they have a clean record up there, him and Bill Belichick. So uh, I just think, the you know, there's a, an asterisk that has to be put in every time you talk about him. That's that's my opinion, though. Uh, but I really do think you're in the minority. I mean, did you watch him on Monday night, Dono? This is not the Tom Brady that you you plug into an offense and he's going to win you a Super Bowl. Like, it's this also guy, not the same Bucks that it was within the last couple of years. I don't think they've done him any favors there with the roster. I, I, I don't know. I, I think fair, that to me, the, the, wep the weapons the Dolphins have, I think would be tailor-made for Brady to succeed. Yeah, I, I just can't see you moving on from Tua for a one-year rental, half half of Tom Brady. Like, eh, eh, the, Hawk and Crowder were laughing about it yesterday where it, it seemed like anytime anybody got near him, he's just trying to get rid of the ball as quickly as possible because yeah. he wants to yeah. avoid getting touched, not, not let alone hit. He doesn't want to get touched. He doesn't want to get breathed on by, an, uh, by a defender. Like, I just there's – other, there's other guys who I'm, I'm willing to have the conversation about, but – Tom Brady a year ago, two seasons ago, maybe, for sure. But this season, going into next year, what's he going to be, 54 years old? 46, like, come on. I, 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 don't, I really don't understand this fascination with, uh, with that corpse. Like, he, he's done, bro. He's got to hang it up. He's done. Second most passing yards in the last seven seasons for Brady. 25 and 9, 25 touchdowns, 9 interceptions. Like, not bad. Yeah, not bad at all. But I don't Zero know. Zero concussions. Yeah, well, hell, who? How can you get a concussion, Donald? He balls up in the fetal position whenever a guy breathes on him. He knows but, how to protect himself. Maybe he can come and be the quarterback's coach <laughs> and teach Tua how to protect himself. You know, that would be the thing. I was gonna say if we're come, if we're if we're in the Cleo Lemon, Joe Harrington situation with the Dolphins, I'd be like, bring him in. It's one year, but all these other guys are one years too. There is a deep conversation going right now in Davey Dono about what Tua is, what Tua's future holds. If you bring in Brady for just that one year, now can you can you sign Tua to that fifth-year option of $25 million, $23 million, whatever it is, when now he's 
automatically going into backup Brady. There's no quarterback competition if Tom Brady's on your team. Now you can't lock him in. Now you're resetting. So let's say best case scenario, Brady comes in. I don't think he wins the Super Bowl. I don't think he's that guy anymore. He takes you to the AFC Championship game you lose. He retires. Now you're back at square one. You don't have a high draft pick. We're in the same situation we've been in for 30 years without Marino. Yeah, but my point is, uh, and, and yeah, listen, if, if you could work out a trade for someone like Lamar Jackson, I think that would be a way better idea. But with what you're saying about being back to square one after Brady retires, you might be back to square one anyway, because I've got serious doubts as to the future of Tua Tango-Vailoa if he can get through a season. I mean, the last five years, his three seasons in the NFL, his final two years in college, hasn't gotten through a season completely healthy in five consecutive years. And I look at this concussion thing as a big-time question mark for his future. So whether you in, whether you bring in Brady or not, like I'm not convinced that you can really you know, put your cart behind the Tua Tango-Vailoa horse because I'm not sure if this guy can get through a season. Oh, I'm, and I'm 100% with you. And that exactly what I'm talking about, that conversation going on in Davey, it has yeah. to be had, Dono. Yeah. We're about to lock into this guy. Now they really have to make that big decision because you see what these numbers these quarterbacks are getting now are stupid. But are we – to the point of are we locked into Tua, it gets right back to the point of should we look for another quarterback. If we're locked in on Tua, we go find a, a legit backup better than Teddy Bridgewater if Tua gets hurt again. If we're worried about Tua's health or even worried about him being a franchise guy, now you really have to look at – there's a difference between looking for a starting quarterback and looking for a backup. What are we right. trying to do in Miami? That's the decision that Career and McDaniel have to make. And I'm with you, Dono. I don't know. I would if we're we're betting, we're gamblers on you. Gamble too, Dono. Oh, too much. Does Tua play ten years in this league? I would take the under a hundred percent. I don't. You know what? And the concussions, the hip, like his his health injury, his health history. Is he going to be a ten year guy? I would say no. Can he be a seven-year guy? Can he get through this next contract? Can he take you in the playoffs? There was a six-game stretch. He looked like an MVP. There is a hard conversation going on that really has to be made. We just talk about it, Dono. They have to make this damn decision within the next couple months in Davey. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Solana, we got any headlines today, sir? We absolutely do. I'm just looking at the text really quickly. Uh, 305-567-0560, Kendall Toyota text line. <laughs> I mean, when I tell you it's 100% split down the middle or 50% split down, I don't, I don't know Ooh. what the saying is. Like, it is any – first one that comes in, anybody but Tua. Next <laughs> next, next one that comes in is, you guys are dumb mother bleepers. We have a perfect offense. Don't change anything. Like, yeah, it, we, we have a perfect offense unless you're down to your third quarterback, which seems to happen now every other game. That's it. Tua can play. I'm with that texture. If this young man is healthy, I don't know if either one of y'all disagree with this. If Tua is healthy, the man is a top-notch starting quarterback. Top, I agree. Yeah. I, I want some 10 to 12. I'll give you some wiggle room there. He is a He's close to a top-10 quarterback in the world. But you always say the availability is better than the ability, and I don't know about his availability, Texter. Yeah. I'm with you. Yeah. Uh, these headlines are driven by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Super Center. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford. We know trucks. Also brought to you by Crowder's Friends, Dade County Federal Credit Union, a financial financial institution you can trust. Oof, thank God Hawks not it? here. <laughs> Dade County Federal Credit 100% Union. 100% split down the middle. They're offering what? great rates to lower your car payment. Rates as low as 3.14% APR. Becoming a member is easy. Join the credit union today. Visit dcfcu.org slash car. 
Certain restrictions apply. Offer can change at any time, federally insured by the NCUA. Guys, you saw the Panthers last night get hosed by the referees. Oh, my God. Yeah, 5-4. to yeah, four. I'm, so, I'm so angry. First of all, it, like it, it's bad enough that they keep playing these ridiculous road trips where they'll play three on the road, they'll come back at home for one night and go back on the road. It's absurd. And then when they're on the road, the referees screw them over anyway. They were called for, I think, eight or nine majors last night. Um, and then Paul Maurice, the Panthers head coach, he just ripped the refs after the game. They lose 5-4 to four in overtime. They had a two-goal lead in Toronto last night, and uh, they ended up losing that one. They'll play the Montreal Canadiens in Montreal tomorrow night. Yeah, I, I don't, you know, I, I have a whole feud with the entire country of Canada. So anytime yeah, we you know. step into that uh, America Junior, you know, a country that probably couldn't even exist unless we were right south of them to protect them, uh, let's go in there and kick some ass. Take down Canada. Freedom. <laughs> Eagle Dono. Yeah, I'm just very upset. Like they uh, they talk about that uh, that free health care of theirs. Yeah, but your taxes are so high. There's a, there's no such thing as free health care, Crowder. Somebody's paying for it. Here's live commentary from uh, Panthers head coach Paul Maurice after last night's game. Take down Canada. Freedom. <laughs> are, they, are they not free? Uh, um, I would I would venture to say no because I think they had like <laughs> bank accounts seized over those truckers' protests. I I I'm gonna rule it not a free country. That that's my official ruling. I'm with you. I had to ask the question. <laughs> I'm gonna say not free. The Heat they play on the road tonight. They're trying to rebound after that loss against the Hawks on Monday. They're in New Orleans to play the Pelicans. That's an 8 p.m. tip off. Dono, I don't know how familiar you are with Crowder. And his beef with uh, Zion Williamson, the former number one. I'm familiar one. with it. I don't understand it. Like yeah. I don't understand why he just dislikes Zion for no apparent don't, reason. Don't yeah. don't dislike him. Yeah. I just hate when people try to make him this guy. He's not. I oh. kind of is this year, but anyways, he's not playing. Is tonight. he? What, what's he? What's he doing tonight? <laughs> he's taking he's taking a rest. I, but you, can't, he, you can't you can't put that on last Zion. Seven games. Nah, you can't put that I, on Zion. The entire I can't league. put. The entire league is taking rest. Nobody plays no, anymore. No, 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 Nobody no. Plays he anymore. has a he has a hamstring injury because he eats too much. <laughs> He's the one at the table. Nah. He's the one with the fork and knife. He does that. Are they? Is he? Uh, let me know, Solano. Are they giving him IVs of bacon grease to make him that size? He's <laughs> in perfect shape. Stop it. That's not yeah, round. He is in a perfect shape yeah. of round. <laughs> It's like Valerie Beauregard from uh, Willy Wonka. You know, after she ate the the blue gum and she started wow. to blow up into the the blueberry. Wow. Yeah, I love her. I was just watching that movie a couple weeks ago with my kids. So they're, they're, I'm going to have the zingers coming out from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory. It's fresh <laughs> in my mind. Well, bring them, man. You know, I've no, I've tried to watch some old movies with my kids, and they don't really hold up, bro. Willy yeah, Wonka kid, holds up, my, though. My kid only liked the first, like, ten minutes of the movie, and then he was begging to do something else. I basically held him hostage to watch the entire thing. <laughs> I messed up and tried to let my kid watch The Golden Child. I forgot how much they cuss. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. What's The Golden Child? What? With Eddie Murphy? Never seen it. Hmm. Do you like black actors? <laughs> I like Eddie Murphy. I, I, I love coming to America. 
trading places. I've I've never seen uh what what is this the gold card like what the, gold, the, <laughs> the golden child. A good I saw movie. him in gold member or no was it gold no it was uh Bowfinger both but I saw him in uh, Bowfinger. Listen, golden yeah. child's better than Bowfinger. Okay. Oh, staring staring at a stamp on a page is better than Bowfinger. <laughs> A Valerie Beauregard reference and Crowder asking Dono if he likes black actors. It's, I have many uh, black actor friends. <laughs> hey, Text me the list. Hey, Darren Ravel, settle down over there, all right? Settle down. <laughs> um, the other local headline, this is pretty cool. Inner Miami, they officially introduce Joseph Martinez to the club. Um, Iguain retired this season, so they needed some help up top attacking. He's the guy to do it. He won the MLS MVP and the MLS Cup MVP in 2018. 77 goals in 83 games. And the dude is coming to Miami. I have some quotes I'll read for you guys later because we have O.J. McDuffie mm. coming up. But, I mean, he, he just sounds like he's going to be the most Miami athlete ever. Like, I cannot wait to read you guys these <laughs> Does quotes. Does he say bro a lot? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if he speaks English truthfully. But okay. he's, uh, he's from Venezuela, and he was talking about uh, Doral, which a lot of people call Doral Suela because it's basically yeah. it's basically Venezuela 2.0, and it it's like he lives there already, and and he knows all the good spots to go eat. Like this guy is just he's ready for Miami. This guy is wow. ready to go back to Doral. I can't well, wait. So who who needs Messi when we can have Josep uh, Martinez? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's what I've been saying. Yeah. Uh, your weather. It's sponsored by Demesman and Dover Law Firm. Your accident Free consultations, call them 866-954-MORE. Right now it is partly cloudy in South Florida, but for the most part, another nice afternoon. Your lows tonight will be in the upper to mid-60s. That's your weather. I love it. I just bought uh, two pairs of long pants today because it's been it's been unseasonably chilly the last couple weeks. So I decided to invest in more leg protection. We are going to talk with O.J. McDuffie. Former Miami, sorry about that segue. We're going to talk with OJ McDuffie, former Miami Dolphins wide receiver. When we come back, going to talk about that Dolphins offseason plan. By the way, uh, we got the news shortly before the show. Dolphins quarterbacks coach and pass game coordinator Daryl Bevel is not going to be leaving. He has declined interviews. He was going to interview with the Jets and I think one other place, and he declined those interviews, so he is staying put. We're going to talk with OJ McDuffie next here on WQAM. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. I was a little late coming back here. Jimmy sent me out to the corner and get him a cigarette. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. And Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. 
Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Hawken Crowder Show. Alex Dono. I have the honor of filling in for Mark Hockman today. And let's go out to the guest line and bring in our good pal, Number 81, former Miami Dolphins wide receiver, host of the Fish Tank podcast, co-host of the Dolphins postgame shows. O.J. McDuffie is with us. Juice, how you doing, sir? Donna, what's up, man? Not too much, man. And and listen, I, I know uh, you've had a few days to marinate on that playoff loss to the Bills. And, okay, I've, I've got to ask you, and I'm sure you, Travis, and Seth talked about this a lot in the postgame um, your, your perspective on the issue that the Dolphins have between Mike McDaniel and his quarterback and his offense of getting those play calls in in a timely manner because it costs the Dolphins timeouts and it costs them a, a costly penalty. How, how does that issue work from your perspective and how easy is that going to be to fix during the offseason? Man, I'm going to tell you what, it was a problem all year long. I thought it was a problem and an issue all year long. And, of course, it gets worse when you're down to your third quarterback um, trying to get all that communication done. I would love – what I would love to find out is how wordy some of these play calls are because <laughs> it seems like it seems like we've got all these shifts in motions but we don't get out of huddle until it's like, you know, 14 seconds left on the play clock. And then even when that happens, it drives me crazy when I see guys jogging to the positions knowing we're up against the clock. Um, so that that part right there is something I know that they can probably get fixed because they realize what a problem it was. Maybe um, five words can all be combined into one word, and everybody knows exactly what that is, and uh, that maybe cut down some of the verbiage that you might have in the huddle. But man, oh man, when the, when that translation or when that when you when you're trying to get that you know from the head man to the to the quarterback and the quarterback be able to disseminate to the, that to the players. And it takes that long, and we end up burning so many timeouts like we did all year. And as you said, costly in this last playoff game, that has to get fixed. And I think it can be by just tweaking how they either either call the plays or, you know, maybe do it from the line of scrimmage where we start off with 40, 25 seconds and then go from there, man. But that was a huge issue and obviously came back to bite us last weekend. Let me ask you from an offensive, offensive perspective, because defensively, man, we got stuff called like mug where they want the linebacker to walk up. You got show this, and then you'll call your play. And like, you know, we'll have disguises. But then we all knew on defense, when that damn clock got to seven seconds, get in your damn position to do your job. Like do all the right. cute stuff, get in your damn position. <laughs> offensively, Juice, like as a guy that needs the motion, or as a guy, you know, you know where you need to be when this, when this ball snapped. Is there anything on you as a receiver or a tight end that if this quarterback's not looking at this play cock, get your ass over there where you're supposed to be? Yeah, you have to do that. That's a great point, Channing. You know, you have to do that. And like I was saying earlier, I mean, I, I hate to, I don't want to call anybody out, but some of our guys, you know, it's on us as, as you know, as an offensive unit, too, to realize that the play clock is running down. It's a big-ass clock down there, you know, <laughs> and it was looking right, right in our face what it's about to be. So if I've got a motion – you know, a lot of times there are motions. Look, this team did a lot of shifts, a lot of motions. But if I've got a shift in a motion, I need to get to the last part of it. If we're inside of five seconds, I probably need to get to where I'm going to be at the end of the, you know, when the ball snapped right away instead of going through all that. 
OJ McDuffie, former Miami Dolphins wide receiver, is with us here on the Hawk and Crowder Show. So we got uh, an extended look throughout the season and in the playoffs in Skylar Thompson, and definitely a work in progress. Like I don't think he's taken anybody's starting job at this moment. But I mean, how do you grade uh, the season, OJ, from Skylar, and and do you hope that he's around, whether it's as the third quarterback or even the second quarterback next year? Well, you know, I think he's done enough personally to um, obviously be on this roster again next year. I think another year, hell, Skyler's older than two is. You know what I mean? So uh, he yeah, got some, right. valuable, some valuable experience this past year, um, you know, in, in critical situations. You know, winning the last game in a regular season against the Jets, you know, going to a playoff game up in Buffalo, hostile and loud, and being able to, you know, I think calm his nerves and be pretty efficient and effective for us late in that game. Um, that's valuable stuff. You're right, though. You know, Tua's obviously our man. But I think that Skyler, you know, from what the experience he got, um, you know, this, 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 towards the end of that season is invaluable. Um, I, I feel confident that an, an offseason in the system, an offseason with, you know, learning his plays, an offseason with him probably getting a couple of reps every once in a while with the ones is going to be huge for him. So I think it's going to be a big part of what we do moving forward. I think every single team needs to have a couple quarterbacks. And to have a couple quarterbacks on your team that have been in the system is even more valuable. And how do you approach this offseason? With Tua's injury concerns, we'll call him Juice. I don't think Teddy can be your number two anymore, and he's a free agent. They didn't get, you know, lock him into any long-term anything. And now you're with Skyler. I'm with you. He's young and he has potential, but – I wouldn't want Tua to get hurt and Skyler to be the two anymore. Like, do we reevaluate all three positions in the quarterback room this offseason? Man, I think you always have to, don't we, Channing, man? I mean, every, every room's going to be reevaluated no matter what. I mean, at the end of the year, at the end of the day, you have to look at every single position and see how you can get better at it. Uh, you know what I mean? Hell, kicker, snapper, holder, you know, uh, equipment guy. No, equipment guys are the best. You can't replace those guys. But you know what I mean, though. You know what I mean? Joe, Joey Joe. and Charlie are there forever. <laughs> Joey and Charlie are there forever, man. Them boys are telling you. you know what I mean? But, um, you know, you, that's, you know, that's kind of how. They have to They have to look at everything. Because, honestly, even some of the guys that you think are the best position, you got to look at salaries. You got to look at so many different things when it comes to the offseason. You got to look at the free agency market. You got to look at the draft. You know, we start off in the second round this year. There's so many things that go on, but for that quarterback room, I think you always have to have competition there. You will have some with Skyler and, and, and Tua, but I think a veteran presence is always even more important because veterans that have been there and done that, they, they, they continue to put that heat and that knowledge on younger guys too. And I think our young guys will always continue to need that heat and that knowledge from guys that have been around the league. And Juice, uh, McDaniel and Chris Greer came out and, you know, two was our quarterback for 2023. They flat out said it. Is, is there any problem with that, knowing his injury history? They're saying that he should be fine, uh, the concussions or nothing, but I'm just looking at him never playing a full season. And we were talking about earlier, Juice, where if you had to give me an over-under on Tua's career in the league, I would say under 10 years just because I've seen him so many different ribs and, and wrists and his hip in college and now three concussions in one year. Like, that's a – an issue, but they've already locked in to say, and Tua's that guy. What's your what's your take on Tua's the twenty twenty three starting quarterback as we sit here today, and it's only January. Yeah, I wouldn't expect him to say anything else, Channing. You know, I, I really wouldn't. You know, everybody knows what Tua's been going through, and you know, and, and the head injuries that he's he's dealt with, and um, it's it's more of like right now. I mean, you can't say Skyler's the guy. You know, you can't say that Teddy's the guy. 
you can't say anybody's a guy, but I think that the fact that, you know, we know how good we can be with Tua as the, as the head man, as, 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 as a QB1, it's, 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 it's important. But it's also important for, you know, the guys. It seems like the guys embrace Tua more than anything um, as the, you know, in, in, that, in that locker room. I know they love Skyler as well, and I know they love Teddy, but I know it seemed like Tua was a guy that, that got the most out of everybody around him. So for Chris Greer and, and Mike McDaniel to come out and say that, I mean, obviously it's the it's United front making that, that statement. But at the same time, though, you know, it, it's really too early to say anything about anybody. You, they didn't yeah. make a commitment about anybody on, on the roster. Uh, and even Mike Gesicki, who we all feel like might have played his last downs here, you know, but they just, you know, kept everything kind of close to the vest, and they're going to reevaluate everything. But to make a statement about Tua being, you know, the starter next year, I think that'd be that's what everybody would probably think, and that's probably an easy statement for them to make as, as a collective. OJ McDuffie is with us here on the Hawk and Crowder show. Um, OJ, defensively, I know Josh Boyer is getting a lot of criticism at the same time. Um, you know, not not to necessarily make excuses for anybody, but uh, how, how difficult of a year was it not having Byron Jones? And listen, Xavier Howard played most of the season, but I saw a guy who was clearly playing through injury through most of the year. So how, how did the secondary being banged up affect the rest of the D? It, it affected it a lot. I mean, not only Byron Jones, but Brandon Jones. You know, yeah. Brandon Jones was huge in the safety position. Also, losing Nick Needham. Nick Needham became that dude in the slot that, you know, that was unbelievable. And Nick played some outside corner. Nick played some safety. You know, being able to cross-train and play different positions like Nick did was huge for us as well. But then you also learn a lot about guys like Cater Kohu, you know, and, and you know, and, and Keon Crossing. We got we got some guys that came in and started being able to play, and hopefully, you know, we'll be able to use those guys moving forward. But the, the lose of those guys in the secondary took away a lot of things we like to do. We love to play man. We love to do zero. Brandon Jones probably the best blitz and safety, in, if not top two or three in the league. That we lose that position. Javon likes to be around the line of scrimmage, but we couldn't do that because we had so many young guys in front of him. We need him back there in center field to cover everything up for everybody else. And you said it best, man. I, I, X was not X because he was battling. I think he's, I mean, Channing, you tell me this. I, I, well, I understand he had a couple growings. If you got two, one is enough. But if you got yeah, yeah. two, you know what I mean? You're trying to be lateral. You're trying to cover Stephon Diggs and them dudes in this league. Man, I mean, come on. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to make excuses for X, but damn, that's a tall task in itself, man, when you're 100% healthy. But he did. He, he, he gutted it out, man, because without X out there, which he, we missed, he missed a couple games or whatever opportunities himself, man, we were, we were lost in the secondary. And so, um, yeah, man, I mean, Boyer, you know, everybody thought our defense would come back and be that defense it was towards the end of last year. And uh, with the guys that we had slated to start, it probably would have been. But, hey, once you get other guys in there, other teams have injuries, you got to make those adjustments. And, uh, you know, at times we didn't make those adjustments. Our defense looked rough. But I'm going to tell you, a lot of that started up front. It seemed like up front we weren't getting it done uh, for a while. But now I think we have those front four dogs, front four or five dogs. You know, when you you look across it with Chubb and, and Zach, and Wilkins, and of course, my man Jalen Phillips. You got some dudes that can get it done up front, and we might be able to do a much better job in the secondary. And Juice, overall this season, because there's really two total ways to look at it. The easiest way, or I would say the most positive way, let me put it that way, Juice. Nine and eight, winning season, first year head coach, you get to the playoffs, you get beat by one of the Super Bowl favorites in a competitive game at their house. Happy season. The other way, 
This team was very streaky. They were eight and three at one point and ended nine and eight. <laughs> they had a terrible second half of the season. They they limped into the playoffs with a bunch of injuries and ended up losing to a team they should have lost to. Are, are you on the, the, the positive side? Are you, can you, I don't want to say on the, but can you see the latter side of those two, those two topics? I think, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I like roller coasters, man, but I don't like my team being on roller coasters. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it, it was that type of season for us, man. And I'm going to tell you this, Jenny. You know, we – they have to give it figured out and beat some of the teams. Obviously, everybody's talking about they beat the teams that weren't that good and then, you know, they lost to the better teams. And that's probably how the schedule shook up, you know, the first 11 games. Um, I'm on the thing. I'm, I'm here saying that a lot of those games we lost to those good teams, we, we should have gotten a dub out of. I think we should have beaten Buffalo the first time up there, up eight with a little over six minutes left and the ball in our hand. You know what I mean? We had another chance this past time to beat Buffalo up there, you know, in a playoff game where, you know, Buffalo had everything, you know, going for them. So, yeah, th- this team, in my opinion, had opportunities and didn't take advantage of them. Um, we had a t- couple opportunities. You can say this about the defense where all we needed was a stop and couldn't get it. So, this team – underachieved when opportunity presented itself. They had so many good opportunities to go out there and beat some of these good teams. Um, I mean, hell, you can start off with how we, we really played the hell out of the game against San Francisco. You know what I mean? When we just missed throw after throw after throw and opportunity after, after opportunity. And then that, so that game got away. The Chargers game right after that should have beat them boys. And that's, then I'm talking about the, you know, the eight-point lead in Buffalo right after that. So you look at those games against these quality teams, these guys are right there, man. So hell of a disappointing uh, you know, season considering you were going toe-to-toe with some of the best teams that could not figure out a way to win. You know, I, I always say that I don't believe in moral victories, but I guess I kind of do because I, I was impressed with how well the Dolphins played Buffalo with so many injuries and a third-string quarterback. Like, and, and I want to ask you, like, is that something you can build on for next year? Because I also I've been a Dolphin fan all my life, and I, I recall the last two times the Dolphins went to the playoffs, 08 and 2016, they didn't get back the following year. So I'd like to think that getting to a road playoff game and being so competitive is something this team can build on. From your experience, can it work that way? Yeah, you know what? Getting to the playoffs is already hard enough, and the playoff experience is something you can't duplicate. You can talk about it all you want, and you know, in week 15, 16, 17, about it's a playoff atmosphere, but it's not like it's not a playoff atmosphere until you take your butt up to, you know, to Buffalo in January, and it really is the playoffs. This team has a lot they can build off of, in my opinion, and I think that you know that that experience is one thing, but I think they also proved to themselves that they could play with these big bad Buffalo bullies. You know what I mean? And that's important because Buffalo is going to be picked to be in contention for the Super Bowl every single year as long as Josh Allen and them boys are on that team. So the fact that we are not afraid of them, we know a lot about them, and we know that you know we can go toe-to-toe with them, it's huge. If we can go toe-to-toe with those guys, we can probably do with most of the teams in this league. Um, so, yeah, a team that, you know, that went up there and, and had a successful season, I'm with you, Dono. I'm not a moral victory kind of guy, but I do believe in a sour taste in my mouth. And I think these boys probably have a sour taste in their mouth, and they'll be chomping at the bit to get back at it and see how they can get over that hump against those guys and some other teams that they came up short against. That's a good way to look at it, the sour taste in the mouth. So, you know, now that uh, you know the playoffs continue and we're going to be watching the AFC the rest of the way, 
Who do you think wins the conference, Juice? Is uh, is it Buffalo or is Kansas City just still the class of that conference? How do you think it plays out? Ooh, that's a great question, man. I mean, hell, I think Cincinnati's the hottest team in the conference right now. Fair. You know, they 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 felt like they didn't they didn't fear anybody. You know, the last couple of years, which is which is going to be interesting. Coming down the Final Four, I mean, you look at the Final Four. I mean, it's a top four seed. They all won the division. So, I mean, it's going to be really good. I'll be happy to see my boy Dougie Peterson and my boy Bernie Parman, who's the running back coach there at Jacksonville, make some noise in this playoff. But that's going to be really tough. Um, but you can put you can you can put any of those three teams. You're talking about you know Cincinnati, Buffalo, or KC up in there. And I'd have to say I'd have to say that I'm going with a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, and that's that's Cincinnati Bengals. Ooh, what about the NFC juice? I, <laughs> I like I, I I'm I'm on the 49er bandwagon. People are killing me because Brock Purdy, but the man balled <laughs> out last weekend. I think yeah. the 49ers are the best team right now on the other side. Man, they got Debo back too with Christian McCaffrey. You know what I mean? Of course, with, with Kittle, that team is that team is back, and that defense is is really really good. That's that's my team coming out of the NFC is is the Niners, man. I think that. Uh, the, the, the situation and the stage is not too big for Purdy, the rookie, and that's the most important thing. How can you? How's your rookie stand up in these situations? Because you got a lot of vet, veterans around him, and he he seems poised to, to make a run. And he doesn't have to do too much. And you get the ball in those guys' hands, and they do a lot. And I think that's going to be the game plan for those guys. And so I, I got the Niners as well. I'm with you on that, man. I know that you know people like Philly. I know that Jalen's hurt. You know, what I mean, with that shoulder. So his inability, or probably, um, uh, probably, in, you know, not really willing to run, it might hurt that team a little bit. Um, and I think that's going to be be a, 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 a problem for them. You know, the Cowboys went up against. I mean, everybody talking about these Cowboys. These Cowboy fans cracked me up, beating their chest. My boy Peter Brignola and them talking about how about them Cowboys. Man, they went up against the oldest dude in the league. You know what I mean? And that has been a terrible season all along for that Buccaneers team. And they, you talk about limping in, getting in the playoffs with a sub five record, you know what I mean? And you know, so we'll see what they got this week if, if these Cowboy fans want to come out there and talk that trash. But give me the Niners, give me the Niners, and give me the Bengals. I think that was a Super Bowl way back in the day. I can't remember, but I'm pretty sure that was one of the Super Bowls way back in the day. Yeah, Juice, and you bring up Tampa, man. I got to ask you something that we've talked about. The, the, the national narrative, and I, like Donald said, it might just be clickbait because his name gets a lot of attention, but they are putting Tom Brady to the Dolphins as a top story on their on their layout of their shows today, uh, Juice. Would you want, because I just watched Tom Brady in that Cowboys game, didn't look great. Would you want Tom Brady to come to South Florida next season? Oh, man, you know I work for the team, Channing, man. You know what I mean? You, <laughs> You trying to get me fired, man, on this job? Okay. <laughs> is Tom Brady still a quarterback that could take you well into the playoffs? I think Tom can do it with the weapons that uh, that with the right weapons and the right guys in front of him for sure. And I think that if if I can do it a roundabout way, I think that the Dolphins have the weapons and they will work on that offensive line. So he could be effective, man. I mean, Tom's not gonna get hit. I mean, Tom gets yeah. rid of that rock. We got some guys that can get open in quick spaces, short, and small spaces. So he could be he could be very effective. And, we, and you know, and we can continue to work on the run game. I mean, that's another question. You know, what we do with the running back situation? There's not one running back in our room that's not a free agent. So it's going to be interesting how they address that situation too. Um, so 
Yeah, Tom Brady can still be effective, but he's got to have a ton of weapons around him and a great defense, and he's also got to build a, you know, have some guys that can run. So if that's the Miami Dolphins team structure, which I think is headed that way, then he could be effective here. But uh, I'm rolling with QB1, Tua, man, right now. So uh, I, I, that's, my, that's, my, that's what I think. That's how I feel. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to ask because you brought, you brought up the Buccaneers. I had to ask. Juice, I saw something <laughs> with J.J. Reddick. And he was talking about his offseason. And he said two days after the last game, he was up at 5 a.m. getting 372 shots in a day and all kind of crap like this. It blew my mind, Juice, because after we lost that last game, I don't remember the next two weeks because I was partying and drunk. What was what was, what was was O.J. McDuffie's first month of the offseason when he played? Hmm, let's see. Uh... I probably was in Arizona. I probably, you know, figured out some Super Bowl stuff. And then I'm guaranteed I was in Cancun for 10 days. Um, <laughs> let's see, probably down the Keys for about a week, maybe five days. But I'm a tire. I ran every day. I, I, didn't, I didn't do nothing else. I always ran every single day in the offseason, no matter what, because I probably drank the night before. So I had to get it out of my system <laughs> somehow. You know what I mean? Uh, but hey. man, it was just so much. And, and a lot of us, Channing, and you know this. A lot of us are recovering from a surgery. I recovered from a surgery so many years, too, after my last game because a lot of guys hold off until after that last game to get it done. You know, I guarantee the doctors, that, you know, for the Dolphins probably had about 20 guys lined up those first few days to have those, those season-ending surgeries as well. So a lot of, a lot of it could have been rehab as well. We're here with O.J. McDuffie, former Miami Dolphins wide receiver. He's also the co-host of the Fish Tank podcast with Seth Levitt, and you know I'm a big fan. I love the stories that you guys are able to tell, talking with former Miami Dolphins players and personalities. And, you know, uh, the last episode with Jay Fiedler, tremendous. Do you, are you guys keeping it going during the off season, or are you taking a little break? How's that going to work? Yeah, we go uh, We go every other week now. We've got, like, uh, about six more episodes left in the season, and um, – Femi, I'm Badejo is going to be up next week, and then we've got a couple other surprises to finish it off with. Oh, love it. Well, it's it's a really, really great show. So, Juice, uh, enjoy the offseason. Enjoy the Fish Tank episodes. And, man, you just uh, thank you so much for taking the time and for your insight, OJ. Man, thank you guys, man. Had a, had a blast. Hell of a season, man. Uh, we'll be back next year. We'll be back next year. We'll, we'll be playing this, this week next year. Promise you that. Amen to that. O.J. McDuffie, former Miami Dolphins wide receiver. We continue here on the Hawk and Crowder Show. This is the Hawk and Crowder Show. 17-0 says it all. Hawk and Crowder. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.